Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Uwe Dockhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sounds good? Okay, here we go. Today I'm very excited to introduce you to Sarah Fruling. How are you doing, Sarah? And where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> Uwe, I am amazing. I'm hanging out in the middle of nowhere or the middle of everywhere. I'm smack in the middle of the United States in Omaha, Nebraska. Fantastic. It's a pleasure having you on the show, Sarah. Sarah Fruling has achieved the highest level of mastery in the field of coaching. She is one of 2,059 master certified coaches in the world. To put that in perspective, uh, in 2023, there were uh, 2,640 billionaires listed by Forbes. MCCs are a rare gem. That's why a Fortune 20 company with a net worth of over 200 billion came to her when they needed help creating engaged, fulfilled, and passionate leaders. Her clients go deeper and are on the fast track to change. And I think your mission to improve your life, your relationships, and your business ventures exponentially is just remarkable. So I'm very thankful I can talk to you today, Sarah. It's a delight. It's wonderful to be here. I've listened to so many of your episodes and so it's really fun to be here to help serve your listeners and your audience with my story and how I work with clients. Oh, that's fantastic. It's a pleasure having you on the show. So let's dive right in. So who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? So my ideal client, I spent quite a bit of time thinking about this. And my ideal clients have three qualities and characteristics that really define them. They're all psychographics. First, they are unapologetically ambitious. They are going for it and they really have high goals and standards for themselves. Second, they are deeply committed to growth and learning. So they're a person who's passionate about their own development, their own growth and learning. They're a person who is always reading, trying new things, having fun with that. And third, they're deeply committed to making the world a better place. And what I mean by this is they want the ROI. So they want the return on their investment. They want to hit their KPIs and their financials but they're not willing to do it at the sacrifice of people. Mm -hmm. So they're obsessed with what I love. My favorite kind of ROI is the positive ripples of the impact. They care about their family. They care about their relationships, their team, their company, their communities, and the world community. Excellent. And what are the challenges they face typically? So, I think most of the clients seek me out because of my unique skills. Often they have had an awakening. And what I mean by awakening could be a variety of different things. It could be a low point, could be a health scare for themselves, for their partner. 
It could be the death of a loved one. It could be a divorce. It could be a child, an adult child in their family saying, I don't want to have a relationship with you anymore. Hmm. Or it could be something beautiful like a spiritual awakening, or maybe they've had a plant spirit medicine journey or a psychedelic journey that has expanded their consciousness. So the challenge that they're having is how to integrate the awakening, how to handle things and how to take care of themselves. Often they feel like, and I think this might resonate with your listeners. So audience, listen and see if this is you. My clients often feel like they're failing at home and at work. They feel like they're not quite giving enough either place. And if they're doing great in one area, it's at the sacrifice of the other area. Mm. Often, I think they buy into this story of, I have to do it alone. I have to be perfect. I need to work harder to make this happen. And they suffer and they sacrifice themselves. And they know it because at 2 a.m. in the middle of the night, they're awake with worries, doubts, and fears. And they they aren't taking space to take care of themselves. So the solution, and my clients hear me say this, is you are your number one best asset. Most of these individuals have to learn how to take care of themselves So they can show up at their very best and their most inspired being to their spouse, to their children, to their teams, to their company. Before they can get to this beautiful solution, uh, they're facing these challenges and that typically lead to common mistakes they make when trying to solve that problem. So what are common mistakes uh, they make? Oh, well... I mean, I could go on. I have a million kinds of mistakes, but I think the biggest mistakes probably fall in three areas. First, they buy into the story that they have to do it alone. You know, when you're a leader, it's lonely. I have this theory that um, we experience life from zero to 100. And with our team, also at the top is the very best, the most glorious goosebumps moments of life. And at the bottom are those dismal, darkest moments when we're awake in the middle of the night, we're afraid about just consumed with doubts and fears. At work with our team, most leaders are going to share maybe from 30% to 80. You don't share the worst because you don't want to freak your team out. And sometimes you don't even share the best because you're afraid if you do, people are going to want more from you. They're going to want their cut. They're going to want more opportunities. And so we end up living in this diminished way. And at home with our spouses, sometimes that holds true as well. We might share a little more than we do with the team, but often people are afraid to share the bottom 20, 10%, because we don't want our spouses to lose faith in us or freak out about what we're afraid of. So one of the biggest mistakes and challenges is that these individuals buy into, I have to do it alone. And they don't share those deep, the bottom 10, 20% with anyone. Mm. Very insightful. So thank you for sharing that, uh, Sarah. So before I ask Sarah, 
what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. If you are enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So Sarah, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that kind of issue? Well, Uthe, first, I'm gonna give an action to your audience, which is share the podcast. If we listened, so so I did my homework, I listened to a bajillion of your podcasts, you have nuggets in every single one. So your audience can certainly do that. I shared it with a couple of my clients and I shared it with a family member as well. So that's a simple thing people could do. Um, I have two valuable free actions that your clients could do. The first one is really simple. I call it the rule of tens. Have you heard this one, Uwe? Um, I, I heard a lot of rules, but <laughs> I'm curious. Okay, I always want to bring something new to an audience yes. I'm a podcast guest, so I'm hoping you haven't heard this one. So the rule of tens helps you get through the short-term issues that trip us up one of the things that leaders do that I think is a mistake is they get reactive. Instead of slowing down to speed up and being proactive, really thinking strategically, uh, people get triggered and they react and then you spend more time cleaning the mess up than if you would have just slowed down and handled it in a proactive way. So the rule of tens addresses this and it addresses What's actually most important in life? What do you want to create? So here's how it works. When something happens and you're triggered, this can be at home with your spouse or your kids or at work with your team. You ask yourself, will this matter 10 minutes, 10 hours, 10 days, 10 weeks, 10 months, or 10 years from now. So on the shorthand side, if it's something that's not gonna matter in 10 hours, or maybe even 10 weeks, move on. You do not need to stop and fix that or obsess over it or you know, get activated, get pissed off about it. On the other end of the spectrum, really dialing in, What's going to matter 10 years from now is vital. Michael Neal has a great story. He shares this in his book, Effortless Success, about being an exceptional, extraordinary father. And I love it because it speaks so much to what clients that I'm working with who want to connect with their family and their spouse while they're also running a high-powered business, what they struggle with. So a, a 10-year example is he gives this story about being a great dad. Well, he asks, if you're a great dad, is it enough to go home and play catch with your son for 15 minutes? Mm. Well, one time, maybe not. If you do it for five days out of the week, a little better. If you do it for five days out of the week for a year, then what kind of a father are you being? And if you do it five days out of the week for a decade, then 
you become extraordinary. So I love those little micro initiatives that have macro impact. You don't have to be a rock star dad and do a bajillion things. Take your son to the Super Bowl. You need to show up in small, consistent ways. So I love that with the rule of tens. Maybe that's a good enough um, tip for now. What do you think? Perfect, perfect. Um, I haven't heard it in that way. So that's a great insight. So thank you for sharing. And uh, I want to give you also the platform uh, to share where people can find you, but also what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that might help with that, but also in a broader sense. It, thank you for that. It's very generous of you to ask all of your guests to share this. People can find me at frulingcoaching.com. And what I truly believe is that extraordinary leaders, who I call legendary leaders, not only learn how to take care of themselves, they learn how to take care of their team. And they do it exceptionally well. And right now, what the world is calling for is emotionally intelligent leaders. So the number one uh, complaint we have is about emotional bullying at work. And the number one the number one thing employees want from their leaders and their employer at work is to feel valued and appreciated. So I have created the legendary leader assessment, and we use this with clients who want to unlock this next level of leadership through emotional intelligence. And I want to give you a couple stats on this because I'm a data brain nerd. <laughs> Studies show that 90% of top performers have high emotional intelligence and a higher than average annual income. income. So it brings you success. Second, by 2024, so that's next year, the global demand for EQ skills is expected to increase by six times. So if you're not thinking about EQ, you're already behind the, in the game. And finally, um, according to the World Economic Forum, EQ is one of the top 10 in-demand professional skills that they've identified. So the free thing, the free resource I wanna offer to your listeners is the legendary leader assessment. So they can go to that at legendaryleader.score app, or they can find it on my website across the top. It says, take the assessment now. It takes three minutes. I think it's 20, it might be 25 questions. Um, and so I hope people will do that. And the second thing I'll offer to anyone in your audience, Uwe, who says, Sarah, I really wanna hear more. I want to check in. I want to hear what's going on. I've taken the assessment and I want to learn what's my next area. I want to offer a complimentary coaching call with me. 30 minutes, no strings attached. It's a gift to say thank you to you and your audience for listening. Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate it. <laughs> of course, we'll put everything in the show notes so people can uh, check it out. So What's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to your audience? Well, two things. Um, you could ask me about my team. Mm. So I have an incredible team. I've curated a world-class team of coaches. 
So we often bring in, if I'm working with an owner and a founder, I might bring team members in to work with my clients' teams. And the second thing, which I do want you to ask me about is how I've done what your listeners are trying to do. Create a business they love with a strong, healthy, loving marriage. Mm. You want to share some insights? <laughs> yeah, I will. I'd love to. So I was maybe 10 years ago at this point of burnout. So your client's journey is my journey where I thought I need to work harder, make it happen. And that wasn't what was going to get me to the next level. In fact, the next level was about slowing down, being strategic, thinking about my zone of genius and how could I step into that, creating a business that I absolutely love, business by joy and pleasure that my life integrated with harmoniously. And in doing that, making my husband and my family a priority. And so Christian and I, we've been very intentional. So something we've done is every year at the new year, we make a list of intentions together individually for us as a couple and for us as a family for what we want to create and how we want to grow together in that year. We're really mindful about our quality time and how we show up to each other. So when our son, who's now about to graduate from college, was about to graduate from high school, my, my husband said, okay, well, we're going to be empty nesters. I don't love that idea. Neither did I. I don't even like the term. Uh, he'd had some knee surgeries, surgeries, and he said, okay, so what can we do to grow closer together? And he came up with this great idea of buying a tandem bike. And I will tell you, it's been the best investment we've ever made of money. We've had hours and hours of joy. We bought a, a bike from Germany, actually. It's a Hazapino. So we're riding differently. I'm recumbent and he's high. So we can hear each other when we talk, like when we're biking. Most of the time on a traditional tandem, you can't. So even that's an example of an intentional way that we said, how can we grow closer, brainstormed, tried something and loved it, continue to build on that regularly. And not only do I still like my husband of 29 years and two weeks, but I love him and I'm in love. Mm. Well, wow, that's a, the, the perfect and beautiful, most beautiful segue into my final question, <laughs> because it's a personal one. And when was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? So I thought about this question a lot. Um, I have two. The first one is a in that zero to 100 scale that we were talking about, a top 1% moment. My son's a musician. He's about to graduate from college. He went to an incredible school where music, it's almost a music conservatory. He plays the saxophone. He worked so hard to be in the elite band. Made it, not right away. It took some grit and resiliency. Finally got in as a junior. And as a senior, two weeks ago, we went to the final concert 
and he has a solo in it. And I'll tell you the moment he stood up with the first few gorgeous notes, my heart just expanded and I had goosebumps everywhere because it was such a joy to see him achieve something he'd worked so hard at. It was truly a 1%. We're all going to remember it all of our lives. So that's a 1%. Yeah. And I want to give you, I want to give you an everyday goosebump moment also, because I think it's it's part of the golden thread of how to remember to connect with your spouse, to have joy, to have love in your life. So even though we've had this incredible strong marriage, we've had our trials and tribulations. And I want your audience to think, well, they've done great because they haven't had any issues. Not so. For example, last summer, my husband was diagnosed with cancer. Mm. One of the things that happened the day that we learned his tumor was malignant and he was going to need surgery and treatment, he was hanging a hummingbird feeder. And mind you, remember, I'm in the middle of Omaha, Nebraska. Like, we don't get hummingbirds here. It's not like other places in the world like Costa Rica. They are rare. I've never seen a hummingbird in Nebraska ever until this day. Hmm. Husband's hanging the hummingbird feeder and he hears right in front of him about 18 inches, a hummingbird showed up. Hmm. And we looked up, what's the energy of the hummingbird stand for? And And it's this beautiful meaning of, you know, sucking the nectar of life being in the present moment, living with joy. So the goosebump moment, well, last year, huge goosebumps we watched. We had a male and a female. They were here all summer long. They had offspring. Oh, delightful. The goosebump moment was last week, they showed up again. Mm. So they migrate and then they sometimes live in the area we learned we're, we have a forest behind us and a lake behind us and a river. And that's um, what they look for. Mm-hmm. And last week I saw early in the morning, the sun's coming up. I'm drinking coffee. The house is silent. And here shows up the hummingbird. And I'm just goosebump city. It was so beautiful. Well, goosebumps stories to be continued <laughs> endlessly. Well, this is an amazing story, Sarah. Thank you for sharing this beautiful goosebumps moments and also for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. Yeah, it's been a delight. And for your audience to know, my husband is 100% cured. We're back on the tandem. We did a 23-mile ride last night. So all is well in the hummingbirds this year as a reminder to live every day. Wonderful. Thank you for listening and as always energizing results for you and your life. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.com dot com.